1: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe, our 402nd episode overall, and uh, a very special guest today. I shouldn't call him special because he's definitely the fan favorite. He's been on this program many, many times, 78 to be exact. This is his 78th appearance out of our 402 episodes. You you guys know I'm talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bill Barnes. He was on uh, a month or so ago, and I'm trying to get him on once every couple of months We used to do this every week, but uh, he's a busy man. I'm a busy man. So we're just going to have to settle for the times that uh, we can. But I want to catch up with Bill. It's been a while. Talk about maybe the football season uh, coming to an end. His thoughts there. There's been plenty of news uh, in the air, no pun intended, with balloons and such. uh, All kinds of craziness here in America. Uh, I want to get Bill's take on a lot of different things. Uh, I reached out to the fans to see if they had any questions for Bill. I know it was last minute, but uh, just going to catch up with uh, my good buddy Bill. Uh, We got to hang out a a few weeks ago going to a basketball game. I'm sure we'll talk about all that. But I want to get Bill's take on this podcast, hitting a a big milestone of 400 – uh, total uh, place. He's a big part of the show. He will always be a big part of the show, even though he's not weekly anymore. But he's a guy that uh, you know has very strong opinions and uh, very, very random, uh, random thoughts, much like myself. He has a more colorful language than I do. So uh, I forgot the little warning ahead of time. Uh, definitely, this is a this is a show that uh, the language may be a little rough around the edges. Uh, today's show may contain uh, adult language that may not be suitable for. All listeners, I'll just say that off the bat. And uh, we'll dive into it with Bill Barnes, since that's why you guys are here. I have a lot of other opinions and thoughts, but I want to get into things with Bill as his time is limited, and we can get rolling along here on a a Tuesday evening that Bill set aside for me, and uh, you guys will be hearing this the next day. So let's dive right into it with retired police officer, retired college baseball umpire, uh, just an all-around great guy who's going to say plenty of things you will like, you dislike. Uh, he he's he was made, I think, for uh, for this podcasting thing, and definitely uh, a big part of the Get Home Safe podcast. So it is now my privilege to bring back fan favorite Mister Bill Barnes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know who that guy is on screen. If you've listened to this show a lot, that is the one and only Mr. Bill Barnes, and I'm playing his Southland theme here, which he loves so much from that television show. What's going on, Bill Barnes?
0: Well, I used to like that. that theme. Um, back when LAPD had some uh, some testicles and went out and and, and did police work. Now. You know they are they are uh, held down by the politicians, by the left wing progressives that won't allow them to go out and do anything. Uh, you know, and, and you know here's the thing. You know, the cops are out there doing the best job they can, and you know they they chase, they get into a, a pursuit, and then unfortunately the asshole they're chasing has has no, uh, complete disregard for the rules. For, for any type of, of, of roadway rules, he busts an intersection at 80 miles an hour, broadsides a, a, an innocent victim, and then unfortunately, the, the victim's family becomes angry at the police. Don't be angry at the police. They're doing their job. They're the only thing out there right now in the county and city of Los Angeles that are doing their job. The DA doesn't do his job. The politicians could give two shits about public safety. So the thin blue line is very, very thin. And the only people doing anything are the police. Don't get angry at them. They're doing their job. Amen, sir. And just
1: like that, we're off and running. Uh, You know, Bill, I found, uh, well, a few things, a lot to get to. But uh, right off the bat, we haven't scripted anything. We're just diving right in. We're doing it. We're doing it live.
0: Just like Bill O'Reilly said, we'll do it live. Fuck it.
1: (laughs) Well, I I didn't have anything to do with this, but it was rather fun for the past 30 minutes watching you try to get your Zoom ready. Uh, The lovely Donna had to assist. And I think- And
0: and, and, and the the deal is she came up here, okay? (laughs) And I was the one who found the camera, not her. I found it. I pulled on something. It didn't, I, it's like, you'll pull my finger and I'll fart. I pulled on something and it came out and there you have it. I, I found it. Whatever. Although she, did, it. She, she was here, you know, to assist and um, she's no longer, her services are no longer needed. She's back downstairs <laughs> um, because God forbid she get on camera, you know, she's you know, camera shy.
1: Yeah. And well, I knew, I knew good. that would get you fired up the first, uh, you know, coming in hot now, whether you've had a long day or whatever, but, uh, you better
0: phone the runway, runway, get the emergency equipment out there because I am coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it, man. Hey, on, on
1: the, on the law enforcement topic, you know, uh, the terrible shooting in uh, Michigan state, uh, occurred, uh, you know, last week or whatever, but you know, uh, you know, what's crazy bill is everyone brings up guns and everything, but. Uh, wouldn't you know it? the 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 Michigan state shooter, I don't know, i don't I don't want to say his name. Uh, he had uh, prior convictions or prior charges anyway, but in this new world order where we release criminals, um this is the uh, repercussions of such policies. So we continue to let criminals uh, back out into the world. And um, you know, we we're just shocked by the results of that.
0: well, the 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 proof of that was uh, the the uh, deputy motorcycle deputy out there in uh, Harupa Valley back at the end of December. He was shot and killed by a, uh, a felon who was out, shouldn't have been out. A gutless uh, piece of shit judge in San Bernardino County um, released him and um, he was out to do havoc. And he did. He killed a deputy and um, he paid the ultimate sacrifice, and then about an hour later, the suspect was killed in a, in a volley of, of, of high-powered rifle shots on the 15 freeway, um, and, you know, it's too bad that this happens. I mean, judges need to have accountability as well as police officers, as well as doctors, as well as anybody out there. Judges think they can just do whatever the fuck they want and there's no repercussions. Well, think again, there needs to be some type of accountability when judges make completely um, heinous decisions like that, that cost people their lives, not just cops. Let's say the guy went out and did an armed robbery and he killed five people and there are five civilians. They're human beings, whether it be cops or, or, or donut shop salesmen, it doesn't matter. You let these people out to do more havoc, to run amok. Um, you know, there's absolutely zero accountability now from our lawmakers because you, you can do anything you want, go out and commit all these crimes, and you don't go to jail
1: there's no, there's no punishment. There's no, uh, accountability for anybody. And, you know, I always feel like judges are kind of the, uh, for lack of a better term, the referees of, of the, the courtroom, the law, you know, and people are always on officials these days about accountability and how could they just make that decision and blah, blah, blah. Well, we need to start looking at uh, judges a little, little, uh, a little tighter because yeah, you're right. Especially here in California, I swear judges and and some of the higher ups, uh, they want, more lawlessness, more—you uh, know—they're just shocked by some of the things that happen, and it, the cycle—it's just a vicious cycle.
0: Bill, it gets worse. You know that it doesn't get better. The amount of corruption that is taking place in the state of California is absolutely out of control. We have—we have only probably, you know, tipped the—the—the—the the, 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 uh, small tip of the iceberg on the, the amount of corruption that is uh, going on with attorneys judges even cops probably i know at the border there there's i mean you can't argue with the money that the uh, drug runners that the uh cartels in 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 mexico give these border patrol agents to look the other way and let their drugs come in i guarantee you that is happening
1: we care more about the ukrainian border than the american border
0: well, we don't secure our borders. We don't secure, secure our airspace <laughs> over us until, uh, you know, it, this whole bloom, blimp th- balloon thing, it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's let that fucking balloon go all the way across the country, get all the info, transmit back to China, and then we'll shoot it down. Well, that's like an active shooter inside of a, a Stater Brothers goes in, and shoots up everybody and everything. Now is, he's, out of, he's out of ammo and now we kill him. What fucking sense does that make? Yeah, day late and a dollar short. And I'm convinced that the stuff we're shooting down out of the air now is some Alaskan kid's uh, uh, drone or some Eskimos fucking uh, toy balloon or something. And Biden's doing that just to make us look like tough guys.
1: Yeah. Did you see the, at the Daytona 500 this weekend,
0: the Goodyear blimp said, don't shoot. (laughs) Excellent. And you know what? I don't blame him. Jesus Christ. You know, Biden's mindset is that his, his, his mind is, is diarrhea, man. He's, 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 he's completely lost it. I saw him shuffling in Ukraine on the news and it's embarrassing. The guy is completely gone. And I can't believe for one second that Russia Russia chose not to bomb Kiev when he was there. They know where he's at. They know that he this secret mission into Ukraine, secret my ass. They know where he's at. Why they would you? Yeah. Why the would greatest you? Greatest ally. Why would you want to hurt him? Yeah. Why would you want I, to? Absolutely. He's he's fucking up our country better than than any than any dictator in the in the in the world can do let him stay in power yeah that's us
1: that'd be like that'd be like pitching around a, a 100 uh, a 125 hitter why throw go right at him yeah there's no reason to go ahead try to get on base or whatever He's not gonna do anything uh yeah it's wild bill and it's been
0: it's uh like the old the old saying um you know when you when uh, joe lafay and kurt Bavakwa, you know tommy lasorda saying i'll send a limousine to their house to make sure they're in the lineup so i can strike their ass out <laughs> That's what the world's saying about Biden. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. send a limousine. We'll send a whatever we got to do to keep him in office so we can keep fucking with the United States because he won't do anything about it.
1: No, no, absolutely. It's, uh, it's been depressing and, you know, people just seem to go about their lives like, oh, it's no big deal. I mean, they, they don't feel the, uh, the inflation or the, uh, the, the the threats from the border. Just It's just,
0: it's, I, de- it's, de- ama- it's amazing. continuation of the elimination of the middle class. You're going to have the upper class folks like the, the, the Newsom's, the Pelosi's, all these assholes that live on their big, big fenced in community. And unless you let, allow your gay lover in, in the middle of the night to do some hammer work on you, you're protected. OK, now, having said that. Everything, they're protected. OK, they don't give a shit about you and me and they don't give a shit about the great pickers in the in the central valley that's what they want they want the haves the haves not have nots the folks like us they want us to pack our shit get a u-haul a one-way u-haul and go to either kentucky tennessee florida texas and get the hell out of here they want it for them is it and- is it too is it too far-fetched to think that
1: to your analogy uh, or to paint a picture, really, that they want it kind of like medieval days where you have the, the castles and the, the, the royalty uh, and, uh, you know, kings and queens and, and the higher and then a bunch of peasants. And there is no in between. It's either if you're not in the castle, you're down in the mud, uh, you know, and there is no middle ground.
0: Yes, yes. And they have basically got the right people financing all of this, the, the haters of the United States. The 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 George, uh, that Soros. old man, of, of of and those likes, that are just paying money like it's monopoly money, you know, buying up mm-hmm. Park Place and St James Avenue and all these cheap ass places. Then occasionally they'll they'll spring for Park Avenue, and that's keeping the middle class from advancing
1: all the uh, all those george soros uh, da's man they they really doing a fine job keeping our streets safe that's for sure <laughs> right right let me bounce around to some other topics mr barnes cheers by the way so you got your little uh, blue solo cup have you used those drink stirrers i bought you at christmas time have just they come did, in handy I just did 15 minutes ago beautiful beautiful got to have top of the line drink stirrers bill bill barnes hey for those uh, not plastic,
0: watching on straw number 1 is not organically correct So, I got you know, we can't use those. No, not at all. And, and, you know, I've got these holders now for my glasses, so I can't use my glass. uh, No,
1: you need gold plated quality. Bill Barnes, quality uh, above all. Um, Now, for those not watching on YouTube, Bill, we got to talk about your background here. I know we kind of did this last time you were on, but uh, (laughs) I mean, who is this goofy looking individual behind you? Is this who you hope to look like in 10 years or what's the deal? Who is that?
0: You know, I, I hope I look that good now, to be honest with it. But, I mean, he's got a little better color than I do. Um, his eyes, you know, he's, he went on a couple of benches in the last couple of weeks. His eyes are a little black. Uh, he's got the, the same dome as me. Um, you know, that was Donna's and she she's the big, she, she's a big prankster. She likes to put um, fake little bugs out to scare people and this, this staying behind me was hers and she brought it out one night when I lived in Rancho and put it outside my bedroom door and um, it it frightened me to no end. I screamed and I thought, Jesus Christ. It, so she got me good on that one. Um, I got to tell you what she did the other night. Okay. Now the woman is a complete, uh, she's got some, some real evil in her. This is what she did to these poor people. We're over at, a, at a, uh, a little get-together Saturday night. Uh, you know, they call it game night, you know. At least there's drinking involved. So I tried to halfway enjoy myself, which I did. And <laughs> so she's got this thing on her phone where she can make the chirp noise like your um, fire um, alarm is chirping, correct? Oh, you oh that's
1: good. Um, that's so good, yeah.
0: You went and hid this in a little, like, nightstand somewhere a little end table and this thing's chirping the guy the poor guy mike michael that owns this house him and his uh, <laughs> old uh around the house trying to figure out where this chirp's coming from okay this went on for about an hour hour and a half while we're playing these games so i knew what she was doing so i'm going so i'm kind of playing into it because i had a few adult beverages and you know i'm thinking okay michael what's going on man you know is there a fire somewhere or should we be concerned what's going on can you can't find where this thing's coming from oh no it's driving me crazy so at one point in time he got out a ladder and he got out a hammer yeah. and he started walking around the house and this guy he's kind of like he's 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 about he's about 170 over 140 half the time anyway he 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 runs pretty high pressure so he's walking around the house and he's just going crazy because he can't find Where this chirp's coming from on one of the smoke detectors. So she finally, you know, said, He, 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 here it is. I was playing a trick on you. And he took it better than I thought he would. I thought he would probably just go berserk. But I think he was relieved that he didn't have to keep looking for where the chirp was coming from. So, So yeah.
1: So you two, you two then sound like maybe either salt and vinegar or, uh, or oil and water or whatever, because you don't have, you have a very short fuse. And she, one thing I love about her is that, uh, she gets you riled up rather quickly. And, uh, so I'm sure she's played a a
0: joke or two on you, or at least, you know, several, several, (laughs) several, as a matter of fact, one morning, you know, she had this siren sound and she's. Yelling at me, Bill, Bill, there's a, there's a police chase outside, and I hear the <laughs> siren. So I jump up, you know, and I'm looking out the window, and it's coming from her phone, you know. <laughs> and then I said, "Okay, all right, I'll get you one of these times." Game so on. the other morning, it's pitch black, dark. It's like 4:30 in the morning. I go sneaking downstairs. I'm drinking coffee, sitting in a chair, and she doesn't. She doesn't. Yes, obviously I'm not in bed because she gets up. I'm not there. She has no clue where I'm at. Right. So she gets up, she's tiptoeing downstairs, it's dark. And I come out with this, greetings! And she almost, like, she jumped, almost <laughs> fell down the stairs. I, I got her pretty good. You know, I nice. guess she'd have to there, but no, I got
1: no, her. No, that's, that's good stuff, man. And uh, glad to see you guys are, are going strong. Uh, I've told you, you know, recently. Well, you know, when, we're,
0: we're, we're people in our 60s. She's barely 60. I'll be 64 in July. Uh, we're 60 going on about, you know, 12 in fact her sister asked me one time she (laughs) saw this sign in in my garage and um it's one of these construction signs that says no dumping well i made the the um the the d into an h and it says no humping and she says to me bill how old are you 12
1: (laughs) i i remember that sign that was uh, one of the first signs i saw when i moved into the uh the Bill Barnes condo back in the day. Um, well, let's be honest. Donna looks half
0: her age. You look at least twice your age. So, uh, we a song- lot. you know, we, we do go out and they say, man, it's really, it's really cool of you to, you know, on a Friday night to go drinking with your dad, you know, and hang out with them, you know, and, you know, she just giggles and laughs and, and laughs it up. And I kind of get pissed, but, you know, she's good.
1: Hey, it, so. I've told you many times, we really want to hang with Donna and all we need from you is a drop her off. That's all we need, man. Just drive right. her on over, drop her off, and then go go wander the park for a few hours or whatever, and then sure. uh, we'll have plenty of fun with, with old Donna, with old Donna. We we love her. It's been a while since we all hung out, Bill. We gotta make that happen soon. Yeah, be careful what you <laughs> wish for. <laughs> exactly. We'll go deep. Hey, Bill. Last time you were on the show was back in November, right before Thanksgiving, and unfortunately, not to be the you know bring the show down here, but let's get to it. Um. You know, the, the world lost an incredible uh, person, a great coach, someone who's a, we were big fans of coach Leach, coach Mike Leach passed away in December, right before Christmas. We haven't talked to you since then. I mean, how,
0: how upsetting was that to lose coach Leach? Um, you know, the, the good, the good die young. That means you and me, Matt will live forever, obviously. (laughs) Um, At least I will, you know, you may (laughs) click off at any point, but I'll I'll probably live to be a hundred and can't move. And, you know, probably round the clock care. people feeding me and wiping my ass and et cetera. So um, I have trained Donna how to properly smother me with a pillow if that does happen, uh, you know, uh, to make sure that you don't leave any trace evidence. So anyway, um, but anyway, Mike, Coach Leach, yes very upsetting. I really liked his style. I mean, I liked the fact that so many things were said about him after he died that he he made time for everyone. And you and I were firsthand witnesses of that when we met him in San Diego about, what, eight years ago? Yeah. I We went over, we chatted with him, and I'm thinking, yeah, this guy will give me 30 seconds. We were talking a good 10, 15, 20 minutes about all kinds of shit, everything from his time at Washington State, his, his, his the way he uh, talks about life in general, the fact that he was going to support Donald Trump at that 2016 election, and that he was being uh, kind of second-guessed about his political uh, uh, yeah. influence by the, by the college, and um, that was at Washington State at the time, and just a down-to-earth guy. I mean, I would have loved if if my kids or grandkids played for him, or took a class from him, or just you know being around him is is you know you you feel automatically feel better about life. Your attitude about things gets a whole lot better. He's just a very uplifting guy. You know, yeah. I love his his uh, life lessons about marriage, about um, <laughs> weddings, about you know, first dates, all that stuff that he put out on, uh, on, on YouTube, et cetera. I mean, he had a, a real good handle of how to live life. And mm. I'm sure he put many, many more years than, than his age showed in life. And he didn't go out cheated. You know, mm. we were the ones that were cheated because we don't get to experience his knowledge, his wisdom, his wit, his charm anymore. And that's, that's a shame.
1: Yeah. Very, uh, eclectic, very, like, just very out. He was out there. A lot of people didn't understand him, but man, he was always, it was a bigger picture kind of thing. And I, I know I'm blessed, uh, for meeting him, getting to meet him one time. And just to see, I, I know he, he did great things for, for college football. Um, I, I remember the story about Lincoln Riley, who was a walk on or whatever he was a four string quarterback. And coach Leach said, Hey, uh, why don't you come start you know, be a graduate assistant. So come start coaching with us. And uh, you look where he's at now. So he's had a, a huge impact on the game of college football, but. Uh, yeah, that's his,
0: what, um, that's exactly what uh the old BYU coach did. uh When he was there, he, um what was his name? The old the BYU coach. He's no longer with us. Uh He was there for years. Um God Lavelle dang. Edwards. Lavelle Edwards. Yeah. Brought him in and. He was allowed to sit in on quarterback meetings, passing game meetings with Jim McMahon and Steve Young. When, 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 uh, when he was a, a student there, he mm-hmm. was recruited to play at BYU, but never did because I think he got an injury. So he walked, I don't know what the deal was, but he never played a down of college football, but he absorbed all of the wi- the uh, wisdom of, of the BYU uh coaching staff like norm chow was their offensive uh, coordinator at the time and mike holmgren was there when he was there and those guys he just took in all of that passing knowledge and became you know and with his natural ability to lead and instruct and coach he had he had the weaponry to go with it from those guys
1: yeah, yeah, he, he he'll he surely be missed and, and just an amazing, amazing dude. And uh, go, if you Mike Leach stories, there's a million of them and they're so great. And all the rants and everything uh, are just second. to none. I, I did hear something about Steve Young. You mentioned him. I saw something he NFL memes or something. When Steve Young was started at BYU, he was like an eighth-string quarterback. They suggested he go play defense. Then a new offensive coordinator comes in. He kept grinding it out, and eventually he was backing up Jim McMahon uh, there. And then, of course, the rest is history. I think that was a great tribute to not just Steve Young, but just the idea of perseverance and sticking things out because in today's world – especially young student athletes, they want to transfer and move on every, everywhere, you know, without getting, uh, without any adversity. So I thought, I saw that and thought that was pretty cool just to bring up since you were talking about, uh, BYU there.
0: Yeah. Um, that's again, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's how hard you, how hard do you want it? How hard are you going to try? I mean, we can equate that to how hard Donna chased me and I finally <laughs> gave in. I said, okay, let's make it happen
1: she was desperate you were available as is often absolutely absolutely oh i gotta tell you she poor woman she she must have had uh yeah i i can't imagine worse dudes than you and and apparently they're out there and, and she's she uh you know had to experience that uh let me ask you bill a couple well not ask you a couple questions uh the fans have been itching for some bill barnes unfortunately and um, I got a few questions, comments, whatever, from a few of our loyal listeners. One being John Lee Jr. from up in, uh, up in the good Oregon gosh. area.
0: John Lee. John Lee, man, I love, I love your Facebook uh, posts, living the good life up in Oregon where the breath, where the, the air is fresh and the, uh, the, the, the <laughs> women are fresher. You know, I like it. I wish one day I, I need to get back up there and breathe in the good, solid, clean air. <laughs> Except Portland. That
1: place is a dump. Oh, yeah. That's uh that might as well be a Los Angeles County. Uh a few things from John. First off, let me put this out there. He says, has Bill's hibernation from the show worked, or is he still ugly as sin? Poor Donna. So we you've been a, away from the show a while, Bill, in hibernation, and he wants to know if your hibernation has, has made you any more well, attractive.
0: I'm gonna put it to you this way. I can't wait for tomorrow to come and the next day because I get better looking every day. (laughs) Why, why is that just being around you? (laughs) I mean, for some people age, some people look like shit as they get older. I mean, I just can't, I I really enjoy uh, the aging process because uh, you know, I'm like a, I don't know, like like a like an antique. They get more valuable as they get older. Yeah, I
1: like a, like an like an old uh, whiskey or whatever, or yeah. wine or whatever. You, oh, yeah, you I'm, know.
0: An, I'm an aged wine, very fine wine.
1: <laughs> there you are. Uh, John's question to you, serious question. Um, this is kind of an officiating question, but you can do it with police work or whatever. He said, in the game when LeBron James was fouled and he he threw his huge tantrum. Uh, he's not referring to that. But when the player came on the court with a camera and showed it to the referees, uh, John's question is, uh, what would, how would you have handled that if a player brought out a
0: camera onto the court or the field in your case? <clears throat> Double technical, and i confiscate <laughs> the camera as, as evidence and hold it at the scorer's table, collect it after the game, send it to the league, and let them deal with it. <laughs> Double technical, the player would have been ejected, uh, there'd have been free throws and the camera would have been confiscated as evidence.
1: Did you ever have anything like that in baseball where a coach or a player was like, Hey, you got to look at this, uh, look at this tape. Look, it's right here. You know, anything like that ever in a high school game or anything? <sighs>
0: um, not to that degree. Yeah. I've had people yell from the dugout. We just saw it and you butchered it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, another question from Sean O'Leary, the Arcadia Astros uh, baseball core. He was at one time, yes, big, yes, big baseball yes. guy, you know, Sean. Yeah. Um, really? He says, Hey Bill, what do you think about these pizza box size bases that are going to be in major league baseball or the pitch clock timer and all, and all this nonsense, the new rule changes in baseball.
0: Rob, Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball is ruining the, the pure, the, the, the purity of the game he's mm-hmm. making it into what sells and it's all about money now um, he does not care about the integrity of the base of the baseball game that's why you had 10 umpires re- re- retire 10 crew. oh teams. yeah oh that's yeah why they, they 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 said fuck this this guys this guy's nuts we're done they were tired mm-hmm. of the micromanaging of the way there's so many secretarial and administrative items to manage now that it's more important than outsafe fair foul because the outsafe fair fouls can be re- can be reviewed mm-hmm. it can be reviewed the it's all about let's keep the game quick concise let's keep it you know just like everything nowadays everything is a it's a microwave generation we want everything you know quick you know let's not have to work for anything um it's like it's ridiculous and in this ghost runner come uh, on
1: No, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, all these years in in a lot of sports, but especially baseball, people have said for years, Oh, we got to get new blood in here. We got to get these old guys, the dinosaurs out. Well, you you get what you want. And that is no knock on the new guys coming up. We happen to know personally, uh, a few guys who got the promotion and congrats to all those guys who are going to be in major league baseball, but nothing will change. And by that, I mean, attitudes of people there's to, whether it's a guy who's 35 years in the big leagues or some guy who's got 35 games in the big leagues these players and coaches and managers they all act the same they want 51 percent of the gray area they want perfection and they just want to pout and cry and especially because everything's uh reviewable now
0: back to sean's question why do you need to? why do you need to make the bases bigger
1: Be, Why? here's my here, here's what why? i think bill here's what i think and, and t- do with this what you want to me it's like all the covid response stuff it looks like you're doing something. We're going to mask everyone up. We're going to go 6 feet apart. We're going to we're going to have people eat outdoors. It looks work. like you're doing something.
0: How does that work?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and and ironically, all of the all of the conspiracy theories that people say, uh, that were people were accused of for the past few years, now the CDC and everyone are like, "You know what? Yeah, we may have made some mistakes with COVID. You guys should forgive us." No, screw you, man. Why did it take non-scientists and non-smart people to 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 understand that all the things that were going on were still, Now they want forgiveness. Sorry, not happening. And if you ever do do some of this stuff again, there's going to be a, a, a mutiny.
0: Yeah, it, it's. We could spend hours upon hours <laughs> dealing with the nonsense that 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 arose during the two and a half years of that bullshit.
1: Yeah. All you got to do is go back and listen to the tape of all our episodes. We, we talked about it quite a bit. Hey, Bill Barnes, uh, before I forget, um, a few last week, no, the week before, uh, there, our Super Bowl episode, I celebrated the 400th episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. 400 episodes. And my friend, this is now your podcast. Seventy eighth appearance on the get home safe podcast. So you have been a big, uh, a big part of this show. Uh, and uh, I just want to thank you for it and, and a huge milestone for the podcast.
0: Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad I could, you know, be a part of it and, and, and put money in your pocket. And now you're living up on, you know, <laughs> some big uh, fancy hill there in the, uh, in the hills of Claremont looking down on us peons. You know, you're one of them. Now you're one of the Gavin Newsom people. You're, you're the have and, and, and as have not. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure glad I could, you know, line your pockets with all the money that you have now from this podcast. And, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm sitting here with a guy named Lurch behind me. And this is what I get. <laughs>
1: hey, you, you moved. Uh, we both well no you. Are you San Fernando Valley? Or San, uh, what are you? You're not <clears throat> L.A. County, are you?
0: Yeah, I'm uh, technically the city of Los Angeles up here in the uh, fashionable hills of Chatsworth. Nestles so, right under the right under the one right eighteen freeway. Sure. In fact, so when
1: this all when this all started, we we both would have been caught dead going back to LA County, and we both have. I, so
0: I was telling Donna the other day, if you'd asked me three years ago, "Hey Bill, uh, I, I can kind of see you living in Los Angeles in three years," I would have told you that you are not only crazy, but you're delusional, and that you're probably going to die by the end of the day. And guess what? Here I am. Mm-hmm. Here I am.
1: And, amazing, and found out a-
0: It's amazing what uh, an attraction to the opposite sex will do to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. But you know, you've been around the block enough to know that when you got a good woman, uh, you you definitely keep her bill, and 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 you don't Anymore. don't screw it up.
0: Don't get me wrong. Where I live, I live in a very nice area. One way in, one way out. There's no riffraff up here there's no dawn of the dead looking zombie you know homeless people it's nice and <laughs> i for one plan to keep it that way all right if i have to you know act on my own behalf i will um now if i don't particularly suggest you go south of devonshire which is about two miles down south of me uh you're on your own if you venture back if you go down to panga canyon from Devonshire all the way to Ventura Boulevard and that whole corridor there, um, you know it's uh, the night of the living dead. So beware.
1: Another another question from a loyal listener. You'll recognize the name, Mr. Fast Freddy Monteblanco, the Peruvian prince, as you proclaimed him. Uh, wow. He's got a question That's for you. Freddy, man. The
0: best cabbie in California. <laughs> he's He's
1: moving up in the world, man. He's got some big time uh,
0: clients. A, a, the only, probably the more angrier Republican out there than me is him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would say that's uh that's an accurate statement for sure. Um, so Fred asked Bill um, and this is Freddie went deep with my man, Bill here. Um, does Bill have any uh, like real big achievable bucket list items? He really wants to cross out in his life. Now that you're entering, you know, the twilight years, Bill, uh, (laughs) what are any big goals or or things that, uh, you look forward to doing or or maybe want to achieve out there?
0: Wow. Well, I kind of like to keep uh, myself from having to wear diapers, uh, in the foreseeable future. Um, I'd like to, let's see. I've been to a lot of places, man. I've been, you know, I, I would love to go to Australia during our winter, their summer. I'd like to go down there, check it out, or New Zealand, one of those. Hmm. Um, I have no interest in any cold weather areas. I spent a summer in Canada, and it was the coldest winter I ever experienced. So um, I can do without that. Mm-hmm um europe i could give two shits about to be honest <laughs> with you uh, i like warm weather i like tropical uh, locales I, I like to go where the <clears throat> where the drinks are cold and the weather's warm and the water's warm too dip my toes in and just sit there and relax and not think about anything let you know, that hold that- I mean, I mean, places like that i would like to go as far as travel um But as far as, um, I hope there's a day, maybe down the road, that I don't have to get up and do anything. Just if I want to lay in bed all day, I lay in bed all day. If I want to get up and, you know.
1: Isn't that typical of you, though, except for the days you're working? I mean, what do you do on the so-called off days? You know, no,
0: because I have a high-maintenance roommate here that I got to get up and serve coffee to and make breakfast (laughs) for and make sure that she gets out the door and, in, in in an on time fashion so you know. <laughs>
1: that's great uh, a question I forgot about uh, Sean O'Leary asked uh, was who is the most famous person he ever dealt with when he was a cop I know you've dealt with a few celebrities Bill uh, who are, oh, are one or maybe a few as a cop
0: um, well well Bruce Willis was filming a movie in the city of Paris, 1987. Oh, wow. I can't remember the name of it. It was a movie with James Garner. And, you know, he was still doing Moonlighting at the time. He was at the Holiday Inn on a Sunday night, drunk off his ass, sitting at a bar with about six or seven hot women all around him. Um, It was closing time, and they kind of wanted – to close and so we got we were driving through the parking lot my partner and I we got flagged down they said hey there's an unruly customer in the bar we want to close blah 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 so my partner got and I go in there and lo and behold it's Bruce Friggin Willis and you know I'm kind of trying to talk to him because he is gassed I mean he's just looped and he's got these hot I mean my god this is like 1986-87 where like these tight skirts, you know, short crop tops, chicks with their hair up, you know, big hair. And I'm thinking, hey, dude, I go, they, these people want to go. I go, can we walk you to the elevator with all the ladies and get you upstairs? And so what he does, and I knew it's Bruce Willis, so I'm not gonna like smack him. He looks, at, he, he takes my, he looks at, he touches my badge and he looks at it and he goes, wow, that's pretty, okay. Mr. My badge number at that time was 238. He goes, "Okay, Mr. 238, I'll go to the I'll go to the uh, to the uh, elevator if you walk us over there." I said, "Sure, man, come on." So we walked over there. We got him on the elevator, and we left. And then, coincidentally, about two weeks later, he had a big uh, Memorial Day party at his house that went to hell. And LAPD came up there and arrested him. So maybe he tried uh, the same shit. maybe he tried the same shit with them, and they weren't as uh, accommodating as I was. Yeah,
1: well, you you've worked or and are still currently working, you know, with some LAPD or former guys. you know, yeah. hey, they don't quite have the Bill Barnes charm maybe well, that,
0: that- they, they're they're the guys I work with are all old school guys like myself, and they're appalled at the way things are done nowadays. The yeah. other one, I think, was probably um, I'm not sure how famous. They are. Um, well, Bill Clinton, I shook hands with him. Um, who else? Ronald Reagan came to town. I was within probably 20 feet of him. Um, George Bush, senior, I met him at Ontario Airport. Um, I had a Secret Service buddy who kind of arranged that. I shook hands with him and his wife, Barbara, there at, uh, at the airport on the private. There's a private uh, um, terminal on the other, on the west side of uh, Ontario, and this was about. This was right after Richard Nixon's funeral. Um, oh, wow. They, they uh, escorted him over there, and they were waiting for their their private jet. So I've met those guys. Um, and George away. George W. Man, you met four presidents. Yes, and then I I I, I spoke with his son, the other president. Uh, the other yeah, he asked. He told me. I was guarding his elevator in the Mission Inn, and he looked over, and he he nodded to me and told me that, uh, boy, you got fine weather here for October. I said, yes, sir. That's all I said. And then (laughs) as I looked over, Condoleezza Rice got off the elevator, and they chatted outside his room. They did some paperwork, and she left. She didn't look at me, and I didn't say anything to her. She
1: walked on. Four, four, four presidents. I think
0: she was drawing up. She was drawing up some plays for the Denver Broncos or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: that sounds about right. Um, Bill, that movie you mentioned with Bruce Willis and uh and uh James Garner. You know, I do a little do a little background. we gonna
0: look it up. Hey, we
1: got a we got a fact checkers here. It was called Sunset. It was released yeah. in 1988, so okay. 1986, 87. The filming
0: time it checks May out. 80, May of 87 is when I, I met him, and um, they were they were staying at the Holiday Inn in Riverside, which is now a a uh, dormitory uh, building for the college there. That used sounds. Really, they used to have a really good bar in there. The, the old Holiday Inn. Oh my god. Oh okay. Great place to go. And then sounds across like- the street. Was Across the street was a Howard Johnson's. That was a good old dark, dingy, depressing uh, place. If you had a bad night, you could go in there and make it worse. That was a good, good spot, too.
1: (laughs) Love it. Absolutely. Good old times.
0: Um, How can you do wrong with a Howard Johnson's? You're right. Come on.
1: The Hojo's, as we used to call them on the road. Um, Yeah. uh, What's his name? Uh, Garner plays plays Wyatt Earp, who lands a job as an advisor to a movie about himself. And Bruce Willis plays an actor who's portraying uh, Wyatt herb or something. That sounds interesting. Very, very interesting stuff. So
0: yeah. way to go. Yeah, Bill
1: yeah. Barnes check. Yeah. Check in the box. I never
0: saw the movie. I never saw the movie. All I did was, you know, walk him to his elevator and he's well, not a big guy. He's about my, he's maybe an inch taller than me and really thin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not a big dude at all. And he had hair then like I did. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he, he was, he was okay. He was a fun, he was not an asshole drunk. He was a cool, he was a decent drunk. He was okay. He
1: was just, he was and hammered having to, a good time.
0: Yeah. And I feel bad for him now. He's got, he's got, it sounds like he has full blown dementia and he's got some, uh, some, uh, cognitive issues. So who knows? Maybe he'll be president here soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill Barnes. That should be. If, oh man, if that was a stand-up, that would be your walk-off, my friend. But we got a little, little more time. That was a very nice job. You're in mid-season four, man. Look at you, rocking and rolling in February. Yeah, he, he's he's having a tough time, and hey, you're getting up there in age, Bill, but you got all your faculties
0: about you. You're still doing well, podcasts. Well, I mean, hey, sometimes you know, I do the best I can. Sometimes um, I got to pull over the side of the road and 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 just you know, hopefully nobody sees me. So there's times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, great stuff! Hey, well, hey, Bill, you and I had a, a pretty good time a few weeks ago. Um, we we traveled down to uh, the University of Southern California.
0: We watched the basketball a basketball game. Fun, great day, first time. Okay, I think I told you I had never been to a college basketball game other than UC Riverside in their like gym, which is yeah, high school next center. That. So that's the first time I've been to a college bat. I've never been to Poly Pavilion. Uh, to watch a basketball game I've taken a shower in the locker room there and don't ask me why but I've I've been to Pauley Pavilion I've I've never been that was the first time and it was fun I, I you know getting to see Tony Padilla work and um Mike um uh, Littlewood Littlewood the former coach at uh, BYU baseball coach who's now back out officiating and good for him he did a great job good official um and it was fun, you know, meeting up with those guys after the game and trading some uh, stories and networking. And, and, um, and uh, Tony is a very gracious host. He's a really nice guy. He knows a lot about the game. He knows a lot about baseball. He knows a lot about a lot of stuff. And it's always fun talking to Tony. I mean, I wish we had more time. Uh, the next game I think we're going to, it's a 6 o'clock game. Rather than eight o'clock game, so I think we'll have more time. Hopefully, at the end of the game, to uh, share some uh, Bible verses and move on,
1: move forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless he's trying to hit the red eye, because every time I turn every channel, I turn. I told Tony, I said, "You're on every channel." I Fox Sports One, ESPN, ESPN Two. I'm like, every time I turn a game on on random Wednesday, Friday nights, you're you're out there working, and God bless you for it. That guy works a lot, Bill, and. He's, he's been on this podcast twice. He, he's one of my favorite guests other than you, of course. But Tony is just a humble dude who is the top of his profession and an A-plus well, guy.
0: You know, obviously our travels um, college-wise, college baseball season, is not as extensive as his. Now, when we used to travel back in the Midwest, we were starved for talking. I mean, I got tired of talking to you and Jarbo and all the other people. You know, we get tired of seeing the same people. It's always nice to see friends out on the road and talk to someone different for a change. And I can see, you know, that that that's the the thing with Tony, that he enjoys talking to folks that know what he does and know the game and you get a different perspective from different people. And it's always fun when you're on the road because nobody's around that you know, except your crewmates. And when you meet other people, and they're there it's it, it kind of cuts the monotony of the travel
1: well yeah and and you know there's a trust level amongst uh, officials uh, you know with the people you're out, out on the road with and you run into and you know i worked replay uh in the big west and, and interacted with tony there he's been on the podcast a few times you actually umpired some of his travel ball games there's interaction there uh he's a guy that you know I'm sure some of these guys wouldn't bring people into their circle, but he was so gracious talking about plays and, and just everything. And, and Mike Littlewood too, a guy that happened to be the, the head coach. Uh, the last series, you and I worked together together, Bill, when you faked an injury and I had to I come in and work an the injury. rest.
0: <laughs> how, do you fake, how do you fake getting hit in the ear? Okay. Now, I don't know. Did I, did I take precautions and leave the game early? Yes, I did. You were, you
1: were safe. You were extra safe. And I had to come down, waddle down, throw the gear on. And, and that game was no, that game. We were, we were over two hours into like the third inning. Yes. You saw your chance. You got out of there and I had to come
0: down and that game went like six hours for nine innings. It was was stupid. A, let me say, let me say this. What I did was a veteran move. I saw <laughs> that this game was not going to get any better. The pitching stunk. The hitting stunk. The defense stunk. The catchers stunk and I got one to the ear and I said, uh, <laughs> no moss done.
1: You're up, Matt. Now
0: nah. And Littlewood, uh, you know, he had a great
1: team that year and many great teams. Yeah. He, he, re- he remembered us. He was gracious too. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, It's just cool. It's funny how small the world is, right? I mean, we go to see Tony. He's like, yeah, I'm working with Littlewood. I tell you, hey, guess who's working with Tony? And uh, there we went, and it was almost like we picked up right where we left off.
0: Let me me give you an example of how small the world is. Just tonight, some of the folks that I met at that uh, gang night thing that I went to the other night, a guy named uh, Mike and Julie, great folks. They live up in Pasadena. Uh, we became Facebook friends. Well, I'm looking at, at, at Mike's, uh, uh, Facebook and lo and behold, he's friends with disco Dan DePace. pace. Remember him? No. Who's that? He was, he was an assistant coach out at at the Palm Springs power. Oh, (laughs) before that I had him in the golden league when he was in, um, in Victoria and then at, um, um, uh, that Mormon city in Utah. What is it? Uh, St. all
1: George.
0: of them. Yeah, oh, I was George. Gonna say. and he's good. Thank he's, George. He was Daryl Evans. Daryl. Dixie state. Manager. Oh no. The, yeah, he was Daryl. And okay. Disco Dan DePace was an old baseball guy. He, um, when him and Rod Carew played minor league baseball together, he out hit Rod Carew and won a batting title over Rod Carew before they, before Rod went to the major leagues. Wow.
1: That's impressive. Rod, you bring up Rod Carew's name. That's what I got to know.
0: The reason I call him disco is, is the guy liked to party. He liked to put on, you know, he looked like he was like John Travolta's uh, double. And this is in the (laughs) nineties and two thousands. And I'm going, damn, Jesus Christ, man. I go, (laughs) uh, the uh, disco era has come and go and you're still, you know, dressing like, you know, you're Travolta's, you know, wingman. What's the deal? And that guy liked to, he liked to have a good time and, and nice guy, good baseball guy. I don't think he's doing any coaching anymore. So um, we are going to connect here in the next, who knows how long that that, that'll be fun. And like I said, um, you know, there's 10 million people in the LA basin and lo and behold, we 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 reconnect.
1: It's incredible. Oh, for sure. And and old baseball, you know, war dogs like you, Bill, and, and him. I mean, sure, there's plenty of it's nice to be away from the game and just yes. flopping stories. You yeah. know, I got I gotta congratulate you and myself. I'll say it. Uh, you know, we both we both struggled with the baseball sobriety for a long time, and we've been sober now for a few years. Yeah, I mean, you tried to get away, it brought you back in, but Hey, a couple years away from the diamond has been good for both of
0: us. I went. I went to. A, I went over to see my old buddy uh, uh, Eddie Eddie Conejo's team over in uh, over at Northridge on Sunday. I lasted an inning and a half. That's all I can say.
1: You stayed for an hour.
0: I stayed for <laughs> forty minutes. I said, "Can't do this. Can't do this. Can't do this." But did it have it's any? Nothing, it's nothing against the teams. It's just you don't have a, you don't have a, uh, you don't have a dog in the fight. You're not there umpiring. I'm not there, um, you know, uh, grading the umpires and thank God I wasn't because I could go on for days and just in that, in that, in that inning and a half that I was there on <laughs> one particular person, the guy that I thought would struggle actually did a really for the two innings. I was there looked really good. Looked really good. Oh, really? So everybody's going to go and Google who worked that game. Let them. And then let them guess who I thought was horse shit and who I thought was good, okay? No, I'm that's cool. But again, it was only two innings,
1: only two. innings. Hey, sometimes that's all you need. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while, and I know, c- you know, congrats to uh, all our all our buddies and everything.
0: A who lot, the boys are head? A lot of guys, Matt, that were working JC in high school three, four years ago, and now they're working Division One baseball, and they're oh, traveling. I know. Oh, I, I mean here here was a crew uh, up in in Santa Clara now have you seen you got a while we're talking here and I'm not going to I am not gonna make any remark because I didn't see the entire thing the guy could have come in and done something heinous and you know the ejection I, I'm
1: researching it I'm re, I'm okay. researching it as we speak
0: okay now, I I know what you mean I saw that and I'm thinking wow
1: there's more to it. There has to be more to it. That kid must have done something more. There, there must have been stuff throughout the game or whatever. It's, it's, it, you know how the things are, Bill. It's never as things. It as must have period. been
0: big because in the umpire's defense. If they threw him out, it had to be big because those three be. guys, I've worked with each and every one of them and they're all yeah. great, great young umpires and something must have gone with the new, uh, uh, point of emphasis or something about celebration to where it warranted a, a righteous ejection so i'm i'm curious to see how that plays out because um wow
1: no i i've i have i uh, have investigated all that's all i'll say and um yeah i'm awaiting an answer for those that don't know it was washington against santa clara washington hit a game-tying home run late Kids rounding the bases. He ends up getting ejected for, as media outlets said, over-celebrating or whatever. Th- that's probably not accurate. There's probably more to it. I do know this, Bill, especially with college baseball, the celebrating and all this, non it, it's out of control. And I think the NCAA is probably saying uh, we got to put a stop to this. And so who well, knows? They Maybe they
0: gave up years ago because of the train, train has already left the station. The train has derailed three or four times and and now you're trying to you know put the trains back on the track and it's too late it's too late you're going to catch a hell trying to enforce all this now because it's been let because it's been allowed to run rampant for years
1: oh sure but it's also better to enforce things early so people know what the playing rules are and and adjust to it. That's at least the philosophy. We heard that from a basketball official recently. Hey, they wanted to us to tea guys uh, these first few months for doing all these things. We did. They reacted, and then all of a sudden it became the NC, oh, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. So uh, you be careful what you wish for, what you ask for. And sometimes it's not the referees, it's not the umpires. it's the hires up that yeah. ask for something. Then they don't like how it plays out. And then they're like, oh,
0: never mind, guys, don't do that stuff. Well, how long did it take in the major league level, even the college level, to figure out the the slide rule at home plate? Has that ever even been figured out?
1: <laughs> huh? No. No. I mean, That's I can't wait loss.
0: for the for the pitch clock thing to go go that shit crazy. You know, it's it's easy to implement. Very difficult to enforce. Very difficult. No, for sure,
1: and it's guys up in uh, New York city or wherever in a, in a boardroom talking about rules and you know, they probably don't even talk to the officials or any, get any officiating or umpiring input about these things. And my biggest issue with the, any time clock thing, and I hated being out there four or five hours, but sometimes the game is just played slow. There's not much you can do about it. My issue with all timing devices in, in baseball specifically, any, any, if you enforce something, it just it slows the game down more because now we have an issue. Now he's mad. Now he doesn't want to know what is it gonna be called on us and blah blah. It just becomes a bigger issue where if you just let things play off, okay, yeah, he stepped off three times and nothing happened. But all right, just bite your lip and move on. If we have all these timing rules, baseball was made without a clock. Uh, I, I don't think it should be out there. That's my that's my take.
0: Very and if 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 that's the case, very, very limited.
1: Very yeah. Limited. And something that's black and white. I mean, in Fullerton uh, this last weekend, there was a, a timing uh, a timing violation called late in the game in a terrible baseball game. A game that was like 10 to 10, ended up being like 18, 12, whatever it was. And uh, all anyone could talk about was the umpires making a call in the, the ninth inning about a timing violation. Well, when you put well, clocks everywhere, it's kind of black and white now. It's, that thing hits zero. Okay, you're forcing me to make a decision. You guys wanted this. Here we go.
0: How about the call in the uh, last two minutes of the Super Bowl? Give me your take on that.
1: Okay. So I went into this last week. Um, My take was that I didn't love the call. I could see why it was called a letter of the law. Yeah, sure. There was a grab a tug. Was it a big enough restriction? Uh, I basically went into those three camps of things. There's, that hasn't been called all game. You can't call it in that situation. And what was the other one? Whatever it was. Uh, I didn't love the call. I understood why they called it, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to Eagles fans be like, that's why we lost the Super Bowl because I, I don't believe in that.
0: Here's the way I look at it. As as a, who made that call, like the field judge or side judge, correct? It would have
1: been the field judge.
0: Okay. I worked that position back when I, my limited football career. And you may not have a call your, that comes your way all night long. Okay. You may not have a chance to, um, make a call all night long until that specific time. And that's your one, that's your, you are, you're not looking at the clock. You're not keeping score. You're there to officiate. Okay. Now you see the, you see the hold, you instinctively call it, you flag it. It is what it is. Was it, did it affect the outcome of the game? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Did it was it one of those things where you haven't called it all game? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you haven't had to call the whole fucking game. And now you see the hold and you call the hold. Okay. But,
1: but where but where do you stand on this bill? You officiated a long time. You've also been a police officer. Like, I don't, the, the problem I have with that argument is that maybe that didn't occur all game. Or at That's least rise. you know. That's
0: what I'm talking about. Now, now, was it, could could you have not called it? Absolutely. And no one says shit. Nobody says, I think you're going to catch more hell for calling it, stepping up and calling it, than you are for not calling it because the pass appeared to be uncatchable. Well, how do you know it's not catchable? He held him. You know, they're phenomenal. Correct, at-
1: because a holding, a holding penalty is before the ball is in the air, so the pass is irrelevant. And this is my issue that I have with all kinds of people. They say stuff like that, and it's like that doesn't matter in that scenario. And you talk, I agree with you, actually, on the whole – you're better off passing on calls than, than, than throwing. But you know, the saints and Rams almost identical situation with a lot more contact, obviously on a PI call versus a defensive holding, they passed on that. The saints took the lead and everyone still was up in arms over that thing because they could have run out the clock all the way.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing is there's three, remember, there's three teams on the field. There, there was the uh, Eagles. There was the Chiefs, and there were the the seven officials. Now, everybody, everybody's if everybody's doing their jobs, which I think this field judge did in that particular instance. The the time of when it happens is irrelevant if you look at it that way. He he saw the hold. He threw the flag. Tough shit if it's in the last minute. Tough shit if it has bearing if it has bearing on on how the game was was um, yeah was, was handled. Now now. From a fan's point of view, mm-hmm, from a person mm-hmm. who didn't really give a shit who won or lost, you kind of got cheated a little bit because you were hoping maybe for a real exciting overtime game. You know, I don't know. That
1: that, that is where I think a little bit comes out of me. There, it's like, oh mm-hmm. ah, man, I didn't I didn't think it was big enough. I kind of wanted to see them go back. You know how I know it was a good call? And and again, I didn't like the call. Uh, plenty of people higher up than me have to- said, oh, it was a good call, it was the right call. um You know, I know it was a good call. Deep down, is that we're very divided on it everyone a lot of people not just who in Philadelphia or Kansas City have commented said yeah that was the right call that's got to be thrown and there's plenty other people pissed off they're like how could you call that so I'm like okay if it's divided like that I'm gonna put I'm gonna say the guy that was standing there watching it in real time the closest to all of us and 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 none of us and he didn't have a cerveza or two in him like the rest of the country yeah it was probably the right call at an unfortunate time of the game
0: hey you know what you should have held the. You shouldn't have fumbled in the first quarter, or second quarter. You should have played better. You, you, you a, 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 a call like that should not beat you because you you need to play better and overcome it.
1: The referee. It's the first time in the Super Bowl history that the uh, the referees blew a ten point lead at halftime. Oh no, I'm sorry, my bad. That, that was the Eagles who did that. Yeah. But uh, uh, Bill, I got to. What did you do? End up doing for the Super Bowl?
0: I watched the first half at my house. At halftime. When I saw the uh, the uh, the red rubber ball come out, I got in my car and I drove to work. And because the Super Bowl was on, it was a very short drive to my office in Culver in Inglewood. Uh, Watch the rest of the game there, then I worked that night.
1: You volunteered to work on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yeah, teams that I didn't give a shit about.
1: Okay. You well, after you've seen uh, every Super Bowl, I mean the Super Bowl you're 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 older than all the Super Bowls. I guess that it's just another game to you, huh? Yeah,
0: I mean yeah. I mean I really enjoyed last year's when the Rams won. I, I made sure I didn't work that day and I watched that. And usually I do, but you know, if the 49ers would have won, because as you recall, you can you can you can you know pull back the tapes on this. I predicted A Super Bowl consisting of Kansas City and San Francisco. And I was, Mm -hmm. I came up just one game short. So if it was the two teams that I had predicted, I would have watched it and I'd have relished in the fact that I predicted this. Now, did I put any money on that? No, I should have, but I didn't because I don't gamble. I learned my lesson years ago when I had to bet, borrow, and steal cab money to get to the airport in Las Vegas after I, you know, blew blew a bunch of dough there. But anyway.
1: so how, I. how, how's the job been treating you, Bill? Uh, work again, not working baseball. You're, 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 you're guarding uh, street corners now or whatever you're doing. How, how's the uh, security business been? It's
0: fine. It's good. It's, uh, it's constant. Uh, there's always something to do. Um, I got to meet a, a, a really nice, uh, uh movie director the other night. Um, young lady that was from Germany, I believe. Um, did some work with her over at a swanky West Hollywood hotel very nice lady um, she was there for some award ceremony, the next night and. Uh, um, there are nice people in the business very few very few but she was very nice so anyway it's because she doesn't live in the United States and she's not you know a sick twisted uh, woke left wing dipshit she's actually pretty nice. <laughs> how how
1: often are you working, Bill? What two uh two two or three days a week or what, what's your schedule like these days?
0: Sometimes is? two, three, sometimes four days. It just depends. Um if the if something comes up last minute, the boss knows that I live kind of close in LA here and I could probably jump on it. So I get some of those last minute phone calls.
1: Really? Always uh always at the ready. Always at the ready, my lads. Always at the ready. Yes,
0: definitely, with the cowboy now, and everything.
1: Now, when you're out on, I don't know what you call it, patrol or work in the the room or whatever, you don't wear those those glasses around your neck like that, do you? That would kind of take away from your whole security, uh, I don't know, presence.
0: Sometimes I do, and I really don't care what people think.
1: (laughs) Do you still have to wear those gas station shirts? Uh,
0: Sometimes, yes. Sometimes (laughs) we do. Um, But... You know, sometimes we can put on put on a, a, a sport jacket, a, a dinner a dinner coat, dinner, plate yeah. coat, <laughs> yeah, a plate coat, and and uh, right. kind of carry on. Yeah, that's fun. It's all right. You just kind of lay low, keep your mouth shut, eyes open, head on a swivel. Make sure the people are get home in one piece. That's all you got to do.
1: Absolutely, they get home safe, right? They got to get home safe. Home safe. That's safe. important. Hey, Bill, we just had Valentine's Day. Did you do anything nice for for Donna? Absolutely. Or is,
0: no, we we decided that uh, we would, um, you know, we're, we treat each other, you know, 364 days a year like Valentine's. So the one day we'll take off is actual Valentine's Day. So we did not. No, we just was that just a no. Wow, wow, no. interesting. And because and then her, you know, the only time I get Donna flowers is when she's mad at me. So she wasn't that's, mad that's at a me. lot of money. That what do you? You, you losing money on the deal? Like that's a lot of money. Her, her, her friends at work said, did what kind of flowers did Bill get you? She goes, none. He only gets me flowers when, when I'm mad at him. So
1: <laughs> you've had a lot of great roommates in the past. Yours truly uh, 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 a <laughs> big man, big man we won't discuss. Uh, th- there's been a lot of riffraff who have shared uh, walls with you, Bill but uh with with miss Donna she's gotta be the best roommate you've had I mean there cannot be she's got to be the gold medal uh definitely in the past few years. yeah now. yeah
0: she she uh she says you know that that I'm the best thing that ever happened for her and to her and know <laughs> and, and and she's thankful that she you know met me and gave me that second chance some four years after we tried it the first time so you know she thinks her lucky stars every day that I gave her that second chance and that We've, uh, you know, taken off since and everything's good. Um, yeah. And and the, all the people that you mentioned, I did not sleep, share bed and board with. Actually, you know, when when, when she's not snoring or, or hacking or coughing, you know, we, we do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll pay for that one. Trust yeah, me.
1: Yeah, of course. Bill, but you're not easy to live with. Yeah. I mean, oh. from a female. I mean, come on.
0: No. No, I'm I'm a complete, 100% uh, enigma to live within times.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, there's no doubt about it. Well, we hope soon that you guys will take a a ride out to the uh, Inland Empire. And well, we, can...
0: we were we were going to we come out. There's a big junk festival out at the uh, Pomona Fairgrounds this weekend it's a big, a big, I mean, it's a um, junk.
1: What do you mean junk?
0: Fest? Uh, it's a, a, a flea market type thing on steroids where um, I saw it and I, I put a like in for it. We were thinking about coming out to that, but if it's raining, like everybody predicts, like Noah's going to have an ark and all that shit, we may not make the trip because you know, it'll be, um, you know, it, it'll be, it'll be, you know, just total water between here and there. Like everybody predicts, they say it's the coldest storm coming in years a lot of rain, a lot of snow. It could snow, you know, down on the Valley floor, blah, 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 you know, typical, you know, um, you know, the, the, the uh, sky is falling bullshit that the news says, who knows? Who
1: knows? Oh yeah. Okay. At the uh, Friday and Saturday, no Friday. And Saturday at the Fairplex, Val and I went to the Fairplex back in October and it was pouring rain and we actually had a good time there. It kind of kept some, uh, some of the people out. What do we got? So it's just a, uh, walk around buy food type of thing
0: uh yeah yeah it's uh i'm, I'm calling donna she's downstairs i am gonna never come up i'm gonna ask her she won't get on camera but i'm gonna ask her a couple questions you know this is typical she doesn't answer the phone <laughs> ever even when we're in the same house you know you you're asking
1: for it man i gotta tell you
0: unbelievable <laughs> for those she wonders watching. why i get pissed <laughs> the worst, worst communicator in the world. But if I don't answer the phone, then all oh, breaks.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is hilarious, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> She's right downstairs. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Oh, geez Bill Barnes going downstairs. This should be fun, guys. <laughs> For those not watching on YouTube, Bill has a. Well, we talked about the crazy man. Uh, object looks like a musician of some kind, like a zombie musician. And then he has uh on the wall black and white looks like, like some LA cops in like riot gear ready to rock and roll. And then I can't see the, the other photo is like a LA skyline, I think. But yeah, the Bill Barnes uh Bill Barnes lounge, it looks like he's he's coming from. I'm gonna pause this briefly while we oh, no, I'm oh, back. back. Oh, he's coming back. Okay. Talking now, about your lounge.
0: Believe it or not, I got her out of bed.
1: Wow. At uh eight
0: eight twelve PM yeah, well done. Yeah, and uh, I promised her she would not come on camera. Sweetheart, stand, stand right there. Okay, am I... Now, Matt says that I'm probably not real easy to live with. Is that, is that true or no? It's an hour show. Let's go. Come on. Help work with us here. Uh, it, can, it can be hard at times. Why? Because you... Can you hear her? yes okay use your big girl voice i'm, I'm trying to figure it out I'm trying to figure out how to say it um you can be really quiet at times you uh, you're you yeah that that would be it just you're, you can be you can you're not moody really, though so i i said but, earlier an enigma yes yes good good i i, I strive to be that way you never know. You, I, I don't ever want anybody to be comfortable around me. Always, you know, ever on the ready. Always have a measurable degree of aloofness, Matt. So let me get this
1: straight. Bill is too. No. Bill is no. too quiet. This is the first time in Bill's life he's been too quiet. What do you mean too quiet?
0: Come gets, on now. He gets really quiet, and you can tell like he's in his own head, like he's, and you don't know. You can't read him. You, I don't know if he's upset or. Is no, he, it's basically I'm 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 you know constantly. Yeah mind, uh, you know, playing mind, you know, you know, flushing my head about how I can make life better for you, for us, <laughs> just make it a much better uh, living situation all the time. You yeah. know, like, don't, don't uh, mistake my, my quietness for, for boredom. I'm always trying to look for that, for that, uh, that new venture. I don't it for boredom. This is your time to, you know, get It's your time. Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you know, all four listeners who, who watch this. Let them thing. have. That's right.
1: That's right. Our audience has doubled. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, other
0: than that, no. He's he's pretty easy to live
1: with. Wow. Whoa. Easy. To live with. Huh? Although, he has a
0: gas problem. It's a <laughs> Did other- you hear
1: that? <laughs> Jeez, Jeez. No. I, I live. Hey, I live. I was. I live with him for a year. I don't understand. Okay. Um. Yep. Yep. Enough said there. Bill <laughs> the Bards. Donna, we want to see you. Bill needs to drop you off. And then uh, we, we got to hang out very soon. Maybe this weekend. I
0: would love that. Actually, we yeah. don't have time. My plans got canceled. Okay. So, you going back to bed? Yes. Make sure your, the boyfriend is out before I get there. Okay? <laughs> and don't let him wear my robe anymore. Sure. <laughs> okay. all right Anyway. Billy Bards. We're doing, we're doing we're the Lord's work. Here what'd you say so where were we before we got rudely interrupted no, i don't
1: i don't know i think your uh, your blue cup is uh has run dry and uh mine as well so we might as well wrap it up soon better to have them wanting more right having uh wanting more than to uh to board them out so uh bill barnes it's february when are we gonna let's see when can we have you back april maybe maybe cinco de mayo or something
0: um, whenever you, you know, I'm now that I figured out how to turn the fucking camera on this computer, I can come back anytime, <laughs> you know,
1: unbelievable. That took, that took us quite a while. That was really fun. I
0: grew up in an age where we talked on telephones. We rode our bicycles to people's houses. We played board games. We went out in the street and played baseball in the street. It's a lost, um, uh, you know, concept. So me with electronics me with with that kind of stuff um it's quite frustrating because i i wasn't taught how to do that stuff man and and i'm i'm you know as, as you well know i've got you know my my my, uh, my patience is not really my my strong suit so
1: no Not at all, but hey, it is what it is. We're happy to have you on the podcast, Bill Barnes. You're 78th appearance. I hope to have you back in a couple of months. uh, So 78
0: 78 of these out of 400. Mm -hmm. So that's about if my my elementary or if my public school math is kind of one for four. But I'm going to say 20% 20 of the time. Yeah.
1: Okay. Nine, yeah. 19%. Now keep in mind, we were at one point we were doing every day. We were, we were uh, four, five episodes a week. And then one of those was yours. Then yeah. we went to three a week and one was yours. And then I now the it's Wednesday
0: just, guy, right? I was the Wednesday guy. That's right. Wasn't I the Wednesday wrap the Wednesday, Wednesday around or some
1: weekly stupid... Wednesday weigh-in.
0: There you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Boy, it seems like that's been three years ago, you know, you know, yeah. when the whole COVID thing popped and all we had to do was sit on our asses at home and listen to these idiots who we thought might have might be telling us the truth. And it turns out they were full of shit.
1: No, that's why you can't trust experts. Experts are, are you know, people self-proclaim this stuff. And it's just funny that uh, it, it, it's just funny that it takes time for everyone to be like. Oh, yeah. You know what? All the things people my biggest issue is that for us peasants, us normal people, uh, us non-educated doctors or whatever, we were screaming from the rooftops like, don't do these things. It's not okay! It's not right. And we were being accused of uh, conspiracy theories. So uh, now it's like, where's the apology? I want to know.
0: You're not going to get one. no, no. you know, I'm waiting for the Republicans to, you know, start ripping apart uh, Fauci and all these people, you know, where are the hearings? They, they talk big. Both sides of the aisle, matter. fucked up. Oh,
1: know? of course.
0: Um, you know, I'm waiting. We'll see what happens. We'll see which we way. We will goes. see. Which way. This we will
1: goes. see. Now that, uh, now that Trump, okay. Just in, as, as we get around third here, we'll, we'll finish up with this as we, with with uh, Donald Trump announcing that he's running officially, which everyone knew he would, DeSantis has not yet announced. I got to be honest. I'm a huge Trump supporter. I'm not liking some of his shots at DeSantis right now. I'm um, just speaking truthfully. Whoever is the, is the, uh, the candidate is who's going to get my support. Okay. But um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a bad look on the Donald right now.
0: I would love – don't get me wrong. I'd love to have a repeat. I'd love to see Trump get in there and – start kicking the shit out of things and, and do what he did for the four years he was in. But that's a bad look for the whole country. There's no way that he, that that's going to happen. Okay. There's no way it's going to happen because more people hate them, hate him than like him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if we, if he's the Republican candidate um, we're in trouble because people will vote against him just not, just not to have, and, and the Democrats could put, you know, the guy standing behind me up up here as their, their, their nominee and he'll win.
1: It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. They will move heaven and earth to do whatever they can. And it, and it, and it sucks in a way because you're like, I love what he did. You know, all the, all the policies and like uh people have still, all they do is accuse him of racism and all these things. No one will step forward and be like, he did this, which was bad. Uh, I didn't like his vaccine stance. Uh He's distanced himself from that a little bit, but um, yeah, I think DeSantis is kind of stepping forward. He, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't uh, announced anything yet, but yeah, we're I don't gonna
0: know. Wait and see. We're gonna wait and see. I think until until Trump gets indicted or or gets dirtier <laughs> or something. Who knows? You know, and let's kind of, I kind of hope he does. To be honest with you, because he's gonna be that problem child in the classroom that's gonna keep everybody from getting behind DeSantis. Um, I think a good strong ticket would be DeSantis and either um, what's her name the gal that announced um, the uh, what's her name that used to be at the UN oh um, mm,
1: yes I know what you mean sorry okay.
0: or maybe DeSantis and, and um, uh, Kelsey Gabbard now that she's kind of not a Democrat I think
1: I'm telling you right now even if she ran as an independent like Tulsi Gabbard I think has a future in politics uh, other than what she, she had in the past. I don't think she's done in politics yet.
0: No, no, no. she'd be a good, you know, she, she maybe draw drawing some Democrats, drawing the woman vote and blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Who knows, Matt? It, it's, it's who George Soros says he wants because he'll rig the voting machines to, to, to spit out whoever he wants. Let's just hope the fuckers dead by then. Okay. He's in his nineties. Let's just hope that, uh, you know, um, Mother Nature makes her call on him and he expires very soon,
1: yeah. No, N- Nikki, oh, I'm Haley gonna, is-
0: now I'm they're gonna track me down. Now I'm probably gonna go to prison for saying that, but oh, I course. hope you guys natural causes no one doesn't does them does any harm. Natural causes, of course, there's a lot of people <laughs> out there I wish that on. Trust me, Nikki Haley is
1: who you were talking about, by the way. Yes. Um, finally, Bill, you know, there was a saying in officiating, especially in football, where there's a clock and uh, maybe a little bit in baseball, but more so in football where uh, there was a saying, and that saying was uh, when a game is screaming to be over,
0: just let it,
1: let it, let it end. I got Don't get involved.
0: Tony told me that in my very first junior Who? college game, John Stoney. Oh, remember him? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was the referee. Uh <laughs> Vern, your old boss in the Sky Act was the back judge. I was over on a flank, and there was just an egregious offside, right? The guy's in the backfield, right? <laughs> and I throw the flag. It's like 65 to 12. It was Glendale and Pasadena. Oh. And I threw the flag, killed the play. And that probably would have been the last play of the game, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. And Stoney looked at me like, what in the fuck are you doing? You know, and I knew, oh shit. And so we go in the locker room, and the first, you know, and he said to me, "When a game is screaming to be over, let it be over." I said, "So, John, you didn't like that flag that on that egregious offside?" No, I didn't. And then Vern, of course, had to get his two cents in. And then the whole crew, all six guys, went to drink at some place in Pasadena, and I went home. I wasn't invited. <laughs>
1: Well, the reason I bring that up is because it's it's relevant, of course, to football and any officiating, you know, just let especially blowouts, let it gain, let it end. Let's get to the I locker heard. rooms. But um, I bring it up because we are mostly all done with COVID. All of us have even in California, it's like, all right, we're done. we done we're done with that nonsense. We tried all
0: it's like the it's like the Hong Kong flu or the Chinese or whatever. It's here. It's gonna stay as as it as it works its way out, it's gonna get yeah. You know, people are going to become a little more tolerant to it. It's not going to kill as many people and it's be- just going to become a flu.
1: Yes, it, it's, we, it's something we got to deal with. Play through it, as you've often said. Uh, the it. vaccines, the masks, none of that stuff has been, it's like we should have just played through it like Florida did uh, all, a, the whole time.
0: I do have a news break on, on remember Dr. Ferrer, the uh, public health uh, administrator, doctor, whatever the fuck she is? Barbara Ferrer, yeah. Yeah. There's been several... Uh, calls to her residence where LAPDs had to go out and check her welfare because um, she's almost suicidal now because she can't mandate that mask policy anymore because we've gone into the low transmittal rate and she can't be her usual skeletal self in her news conferences and tell people to wear the masks because she can't. And I, I guarantee you that has just upset her like you would not believe. And I guarantee you, you better take the sharp objects out of her house because that's what she just loved to control people. She lost her power. She She lost lost her –
1: and that's all this was. That's all any of this was. It was – we had to do something.
0: An inventory to make sure there's enough bedpans and and bibs, you know, in L.A. County now. And she can get off her, her high horse and just go be the miserable human being that she is.
1: It's amazing what the board, the people who are bored and are just like, "Hey, let's let's play with these these people," and just it it was never about health. It
0: was never about safety. They're worse than a condo board. They're worse than condo condominium uh, members on a board mandating uh, being parking Nazis, where you can't park more than more than four hours. This, that, and (laughs) other. You know, they're worse than that. I I never thought there'd be anybody worse than that.
1: Well well when again when a game is screaming to be <laughs> over let it let it end let it, end. And, and let it end. Th- the democrats continue to not vote to uh, end the covid emergency uh they they want to keep this stuff around now most of us have moved on i will never wear a look into the camp works a different story grocery stores whatever i will never wear a mask again um if if you want vaccine passport you can go screw yourself i'm not doing any of it so I will not get another
0: I will not get another booster shot. I did the first two, that's it. No more. Now that I'm educated, fuck you and fuck your shots. I'm not doing it.
1: Good for you, Billy Barnes. Yeah, and the Democrats will not let this end. They need the panic. People need a cause. It dry, they people can't just be like me and you, Bill. Go watch a game, pour a drink, enjoy yourself, and just be quiet. And just some people need a cause and a and a purpose because their lives have been have none, have had none of that. And these are the people that make policy and that, and that just continue to run our country into the ground. It's like, dude, go get a life, go get, go ask a girl out, go to a bar, go do
0: something, make something of yourself. Every Democrat, uh, the, the vast majority of hardcore Democrats whose houses I've been in, whether it's an apartment, condominium, horse trailer, whatever it is, they're fucking a mess. They're cluttered. There's shit everywhere. Okay? Because that's the way their minds are. Interesting. That's the way their minds are.
1: Correlation, huh?
0: There's a correlation.
1: So so that said, everybody, uh, clean up your get your house in order and then get out.
0: Look Look around. If you've got the LA Times from September still on your on your table, you got problems. You need to get your house in order. And if you do, you're probably a Democrat. It's like, you know, if you do this, you're probably a um, what was that old that that comedian Jeff uh, Foxworthy. You're probably a um, um, redneck. A redneck. If you've got four unread LA Times on your on your uh, kitchen table from October, you're probably a Democrat.
1: <laughs> it's not bad. Not a bad note to end on. Billy Barnes, I give you the last word, man. It's been great seeing you. Uh, I hope to see. Donna this weekend, not so much you, but, uh, you know, uh, it's been fun doing this and hopefully not every week, of course, but you know, once every couple months, it's nice to fire up oh, the it's mics.
0: It's good to, you know, get out and, and, um, you know, let it all out again and, and kind of just verbally, uh, 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 you know, let it out and just get, get, get it off your chest. It's nice. It's all right. People can see the, my, my, my friend in the back here and my, uh, skirmish line of cops on the on the the uh, the uh, of what of what uh, the skirmish the 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 picture behind me here oh of cops that's, that's, of police yeah, officers that's, that's a bunch of L.A. cops from 1965 Watts riots okay. walking in unison getting ready to restore some order that's right yeah
1: restore some order I like that yeah I was no I didn't hear you totally I was just making yeah. sure you enunciated what you what yeah. you
0: meant there skirmish. Yeah skirmish line going in skirmish. and just getting the, <laughs> uh, getting the combatives out
1: restoring order i like that um which is you know what, what
0: we, need to do by the way restore security.
1: oh yeah oh yeah we don't need peace and love and all that oh give everyone a, a third and eighth chance no we need to we need to kick some kick some names and take some you know what um you know what the next step of the podcast is though bill and it's going to happen soon um maybe in a few months maybe our next broadcast i bring the show to you like i used to do we do a live show in the Bill Barnes Lounge, and then maybe we go to Monty's Steakhouse after. I'm just brainstorming oh, right now. Yeah,
0: absolutely, yes, that'd be great. Also, there's another good spot up in Granada Hills, right off the 405 freeway, that gives you a nice little panoramic view of the valley on a nice evening, it's called the Odyssey. We've gone up there a couple of times, and um, they've got a nice little spread up there, and it's a, a, a fan-friendly, uh, user-friendly location. It's a good spot. Monty's always good, um, you know. Or uh, yeah, it'd be great. Um, we'll kind of make it like you know the old um, uh, Playboy After Dark uh, episodes. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get some people lingering around with some cocktail glasses. And oh, I just bumped into uh, Mr. Bob Goulet. Bob, come on over. You know, hey. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s in the house tonight. You know how he Yeah. Know.
1: Hey, say a
0: few We're words. All, what do you got? We all know about you know what you what a what a lunatic you have. For me if you watched all oh, those man. programs, that guy was, you know, he had all those, he had
1: some over the top, man, over the top. Yeah. Um, yeah. no, hey, maybe we'll mix in a good crew who's working the UCLA or something. And, and then we'll, uh, we'll make it a party. We'll make it a weekend. And if it's just me and you, Bill, Hey, we've, we've
0: done that plenty of times. We'll have a great time. Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, it's supposed to rain. It's supposed to be cold. Uh, the storm of the, of the, uh, the, 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 the last 30 years is coming in. So everybody batting down the hatches and make sure your rain gear is in order and you got some rowboats so you can escape and, um, you know, let's, let's all hope that we, uh, you know, live to see, uh, uh, you know, seven days from now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Don't let,
0: they had a sinkhole sinkhole out here 200 yards from me, the big sinkhole in Chatsworth. I could have, I could have thrown a baseball from here as the crow flies, it's about 200 yards. (laughs) And uh, I went over and checked it out one day and lo and behold, there was a channel five news camera there and I got Maybe they had to interview me and, uh, had a couple words, but, uh, Hey, your, your, your rights belong
1: to the get home safe podcast. Don't you ever forget it?
0: Right. Right. Okay. Very good. Very good.
1: <laughs> all right, Billy Barnes. Thanks for doing this, man. I hope to see you this weekend maybe. And, uh, yeah, stay, stay dry out there in the, uh, hey, crazy Brian, rainy world.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's got to control.
1: Good to have you back Barnes. We'll get, uh, all the bells and whistles back soon. Thanks, man. Blessings to all. Well, fan favorite Billy Barnes back on the program. Always great to chat with my good buddy Bill. And uh, yeah, I know it's been a couple of months. That's probably the pace we'll go. Let's see, maybe four times a year if we can have him on. I'd love to have him on, like once every two months uh and maybe if we get rolling we get in a rhythm we can try to get him on monthly but it is hard to coordinate and everything so uh just be blessed that we have Bill Barnes today for the uh you know another edition here on the podcast and yeah 402 episodes 78 of those with Bill uh quite a bit of fun and I love just chatting and and bouncing ideas off of him uh his wisdom and his experiences throughout life is is a lot of fun cool to see Donna on the program bouncing uh, on a little bit and I hope to see her this weekend she is very very cool i must say way cooler than bill uh he he has outkicked his coverage big time and i hope that he understands that and knows that and uh doesn't mess it up because donna's cool we like her way more than we like him and uh if he does mess it up well we're still hanging out with Donna. That's, that's happening. So don't, don't uh, the the balls in your court, Bill, don't mess it up. Uh, Thank you to Donna for making an appearance for taking care of my good buddy, Bill, and uh, you poor woman having to put up with him later in life. Oh, That's scary. Bill, thanks again to everyone on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back next week with just me for about an hour or so rambling about my thoughts uh, on everything that's going on in the, uh, the, the crazy world we live in uh for those new to the podcast thanks for tuning in get home safe podcast pretty much anywhere you on social media facebook instagram twitter and of course on youtube and various uh audio uh, options there on the podcast platforms so thanks for tuning in give us a like give us a follow subscribe anywhere you can always appreciate that i'd love to hear from you guys so email me if you'd like at get home safe pod at gmail.com or get home safe podcast at yahoo.com. And of course, on our various social media platforms, questions, comments, content, suggestions anything will work. As I'm doing a show here once a week, usually in the middle of the week around Wednesday or so, sometimes it gets pushed back, as you guys are well aware. I won't take too much more of your time. It's been a fun episode with Billy Bonds. We used to do the weekly Wednesday weigh-in and now we get him uh, every couple months or so or so. So just to uh, bring him back and, and share some laughs has been a great time. And I hope I see him this weekend. Uh, and I hope we get to chat very, very soon in the next couple of months with your pressure, the fans out there who are demanding bill Barnes back, I will uh, use that in my power to sway him and bring him back on the program more often than not. So thanks to everyone who has listened. Have a great rest of your week. We'll be back next week, just me. And uh, appreciate the listenership and the support as always, guys. Have a great time this weekend. Stay dry out there. It's going to get really wet and cold and rainy, I think, before we get our uh, our springtime heat wave here as spring heats up. But we always do get some rain as well. So we'll see what happens. But I'm sure a lot of rain here before the uh, the start of summer. It's, it's hard to believe things are moving as quick as they are it's baseball season spring training and, and all that stuff is starting up soon in major league baseball college has already started and uh, March madness around the corner. Can't wait for that. Already excited a couple of weeks away. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get time off work to make sure that I'm ready to watch all 32 basketball games in the first two days. Cause that is how I roll bill Barnes. We'll see you soon, Donna. Hopefully we see you sooner and to everyone else out there guys, as a reminder to always what am I trying to say? I did it backwards. I did it wrong. You can't pause these things. Guys, whether out on the town or round in third base, get home safe.